0: Hey guys, in today's episode, I am joined by entrepreneur and founder of the tech startup company Festi, aka the festival smart band Desmond Burstain. He also hosts the festival podcast Festi Files, which I am about to appear on. Des's passion for the festival community led him to create a product that solves one of the biggest issues that plagues all festival goers, losing your friends at an event, We'll be chatting about all of this and more in today's episode, so let's get into it. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I am your host, Emma Capotis. Happy Wednesday, everybody. I hope you all are having an incredible week so far. You guys, we're in mid-September. Things are happening. Big things are happening. We're going to talk about them today. Let me just tell you, I'm gearing up for probably the biggest announcement of this podcast. So I'm going to share that with you in just a short minute here. But as I mentioned in today's intro, we've got an incredible interview today with Dez, the founder of Festi, the festival smart band. Uh, it's a really great conversation. I can't wait for you to learn more about Dez's story, how he became the founder of this tech startup, Festi and his podcast, and how that's been going. And of course, we're going to talk about the elephant in the room, which is COVID, and how that f- impacted his company because, at its core, it is a festival based company and he was gearing up for a huge year this year. So we are going to be addressing all of that in today's episode. I cannot wait for you guys to meet Des in just a little bit. But as I just teased, I have a very big announcement that I could not wait to tell you guys. You have no idea. I have been talking about this little by little, dropping little teasers here and there, and I have shared this with our Facebook group family. But we have our first merch line Finally, coming out, and it took a while to be honest with you because I just didn't know where to start. I didn't even think of myself as ever starting a clothing line, but I am just so passionate about this podcast. I love it so much. We've built such an incredible community together, and I was like, you know what? I'm doing it, I'm jumping in. So, I did all the research, I did all the designs, I found a platform I liked working with, I ordered all the materials, and that took weeks just to make sure everything was right. And, you know what? We nailed it. And everything looks great. I'm so happy with it. I just shot everything this weekend. So the big announcement is the first clothing line is going to be dropping Wednesday, September 30th. I said it was coming this month. So I had to leave it till the last day of the month to make sure I got it in there. But it is coming on September 30th you guys which actually happens to be international podcasting day so I thought that that was kind of just like the perfect fit and it's a Wednesday which is when the podcast comes out so honestly we're wrapping this month up on a high note so one week from today the merch line will be dropping I've got stuff for men women accessories all kinds of fun things if you guys want the first access to it Join our Facebook group community because those are the real ones. You guys will always get sneak peeks and first access to things like this. So check it out, Rave Culture Cast Community Group. Uh, you will have access maybe a day or two before you'll get the live link. So I I can't wait. Honestly, I am seriously cannot wait f- to see you guys in it, to see what you like. If you guys take pictures, I'm definitely going to be sharing those things. So always tag me at Rave Culture Cast and at Emma Capotis in any of your posts. Um, And this would not be possible without you guys listening to this podcast and sharing it with people and posting this on your Instagram stories and tagging us like literally none of this would happen. So thank you so, so much for being supportive of this podcast and for allowing me to do this because I am so passionate about it. So anyway, very exciting. September 30th, we are going to do this thing. You guys are going to love it. I went for comfy. All the materials are so comfortable. That's huge for me. And you're going to be repping the Rave Culture Cast logo. So I'm going to cry when I see those in person. Anyway, that is my big announcement. What else do I want to say? Um, You guys also can watch the episodes on YouTube, youtube.com slash emma Capotis, if you want to watch the interviews. And of course, we launched our own YouTube channel for the podcast called Rave Culture Cast Clips. That will be weekly highlights and bonus interviews with the guests. So definitely go subscribe over there. All right, that's enough for the intro. I want to jump right into our listener of the week, which is going to be a special shout out for me. I wanted to shout this person out for a couple reasons. Uh, Her name is Katie. She goes by at Weight Plates and Rave Dates on Instagram. She is such an incredible supporter of this podcast and of myself and my videos um, I, I seriously like I notice your names. I see people who share things all the time who DM me all the time and we get to have different conversations. And I just want to recognize you guys and highlight you on this podcast. Um, Katie is super sweet. She's got incredible style. Love her posts. And I actually got the chance to speak with her today. And she is so lovely. Um, that was a video I was working on for my channel where I got to uh, like kind of FaceTime with some of my subscribers. And it was just lovely. And I was so happy we finally got to meet face to face. So Katie, I just wanted to shout you out. I hope you have an incredible day today. Um, you seriously deserve it. And I just couldn't appreciate you more. So Katie, you are a listener of the week. If any of you guys want to nominate somebody for listener of the week, please send me an email to raveculturecast at gmail.com and I will gladly read your message on an upcoming episode. Alrighty guys, let's just jump right into things. So I'm going to do a quick intro here on Dez, who again is the founder of the festival smart band Festi and that is spelled F-E-S-T-I-I-E. So on this podcast, I think you guys know I like to bring people from all different backgrounds, perspectives, careers. And Des kind of falls right into that category because he wears a couple different hats and his story is very interesting. So he actually, his background is in sports. He played basketball overseas. And then like many of us listening, went to his first festival, completely fell in love with it. And now he's an entrepreneur and the founder of a tech startup company, which is incredible. So um it's just really cool to hear about how he ventured into this community and how he launched this business and how that growth has been for him and I I personally when I heard about the product I found him I think through his podcast because in these past few months with the covid situation they were planning to launch festi basically this year with all these festivals and that clearly was ripped away from them so he pivoted and now they're focusing on building their community so he started this podcast the festi files podcast and he's doing a similar thing he's interviewing all different types of people in this community and does a really great job so I actually found him through the podcast now that I'm remembering it and then when I figured out what the product was I was like oh wait, wait 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 this is so interesting he created something that can be super helpful because basically it's a Uh, wristband that you wear at events and it's connected to an app and you can find your friends at an event because you connect your wristbands and it doesn't need any Wi-Fi. So you can find them without Wi-Fi and it's genius. He has videos up on their YouTube page. So definitely go check that out. So we're going to talk about all of it today. I think it's so smart. He's so nice. And you guys will see in this interview how passionate he is about this community And those are the types of people that I love who you can tell genuinely do this because they love it. So with all that being said, you guys can follow Dez at player D-E-Z and at festiofficial, F-E-S-T-I-I-E, official. And yeah, with all that being said, please join me in welcoming Dez to the podcast. Hey, what's going on?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for being here. This is round two for everybody watching. (laughs) I was on Desmond's podcast, The Festy Files, about two weeks ago, um, which will be coming out. And yeah, and now you're here. We're switching roles. So I'm so excited to have you. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. This, exactly, you mentioned it, switching roles, like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: ah, I'm on this side now.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sit back, relax. Yeah, exactly. Just be yourself. Yeah, I truly just want to share your story today and then obviously talk about Festi and everything going on with that. And then I have a little bonus clip at the end that I do a lightning round questions with you. So we'll save that for the end. Nice. Awesome. But um, just to jump into everything, I would love it if you could just do a quick little intro on yourself, um, who you are, what you do, where you're from, all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, my name is Desmond Beristain. I am the CEO and founder of Festi, and uh, Festi is the festival smart band. So, um, I'm here based in Los Angeles, and the EDM festival rave scene in LA is so historic. So, um, yeah, we started going to festivals, and we identified this issue. This is the abridged version. Sure. Identified the issue (laughs) of, like, everything's amazing at this event except we lost this one person and we don't know where they're at and (laughs) this might be the whole night or the next five hours so we just kind of hit this point where we're like hey dude you know we are festival goers is there something that we can do to address this problem and that set us off on this journey and um it's been it's been great it's definitely tested us but it's fueled by our passion and um Mm -hmm. You know, we'll get into that story in a bit, but that's yeah. kind of what has led me here to uh, connect with you and to connect with yep. so many other people, so.
0: Yeah, for sure. And tell me a little bit more about your life before, Fessy, because I know you wore a lot of hats before this. Like, what, what were you doing before you decided to dive into a, a tech startup?
1: Yeah, before I before I grew out my hair and went <laughs> full on hippie mode. No, um, <laughs> so, yeah, very funny story. I was a former basketball player um, professional athlete I played in the Philippines um, for two years I played in Mexico for one season and for me ball was life like literally it was all basketball and it was cool living in different cultures at different environments you learn a lot and you experience a lot and you see a lot Um, and I had nothing to do with like I'm, ba- I'm playing basketball, so it's more right. of like hip-hop scene. It's more of, and then I grew up skateboarding, so I was never even into EDM. Okay. But yeah, it all changed one day. Uh, I came out to the States. I was visiting, and um, I always had this, well, okay, how do I say this? I started playing basketball <laughs> mm-hmm. very late, so okay. I got in on a plane, and mm-hmm. by the time I was 21, I was living overseas chasing this dream. Um, but when I came out to visit, my cousin took me to, he's like, come with me to this festival. It's going to change your life. Right. Right. And I'm just like, okay, you know, (laughs) and sure enough, boom, it changed my life.
0: Yeah. What festival was that?
1: That was hard summer 2015. So this is hard summer 2015. Um, and this was before, like, for me, it was my first festival. I I knew mm-hmm. nothing. Like I literally was he was like, listen to this artist, listen to this artist. Yeah. I thought Porter Robinson was a band. I yeah. thought it was like a group <laughs> of like five people. Right, like, right. and I thought my vision of like a festival is like, oh, we're gonna go, they're gonna be like, All right, welcome our next person, Porter yeah. Robinson. It's like a five people go up there, they like play their song, like <laughs> yeah. and then like, all right, for our next song, you know, like the typical That's what you were thinking. concert style where it's like Mm -hmm. our next song is this boom play our next song is this right and yeah yeah, i went to hard summer 2015 um uh, walking into the festival you're seeing all these different outfits people are just dressed up Mm -hmm. decked out you feel the vibe um you walk through the gates and then you're like this is just a whole new world and then you start to see the artist the energy it was odessa I vividly remember the sun setting, Odessa's playing. This is when they were like barely wow. on the come up, yep. um, just feeling that energy. And then Porter played and it's like one guy, all this <laughs> song. And it, it's like, he doesn't take the break. There's, it's just smooth transitions from one yep. song to the next. And I was like, man, where am I? Where have I, where have I been to not know about mm-hmm.
0: this? Yeah, for sure. It's funny though, when you say that though, because I think definitely for a lot of people listening, you forget what your first experience was like, especially when you've done so many, you just like forget what it's like to look through the eyes of someone who genuinely has no idea. Like we've all had those experiences and grown from them. And especially your company is addressing an issue that a lot of maybe early festival goers probably run into all the time. But it is funny to think back to like some of your first thoughts. I've definitely thought DJs were like a duo, or maybe it's like a female (laughs) and it really is like a male. You know what I mean? You just never know sometimes with these groups. But how did you go like where'd you go from there? Did you just jump right into the festival scene or did you take a break after that?
1: Yeah, I was hooked. Um (laughs) literally like my world was rocked. Imagine, you see Odessa, you see Porter, you see like mm-hmm. Dylan Francis rocked the Caribou rocked it, all these people. Marshmallow was on at like 3 p.m. Right. You yeah, know, was really and i like, this yeah. marshmallow guy? Like, and, and, <laughs> and then, and I experienced rave magic too for the first time where it was like, I kept saying, I knew um, I was really into skateboarding and my favorite skater, Nigel Houston. He was a music. He goes to a lot of music festivals. Yep. I yep. just kept telling my cousin. I just knew. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna run into this guy. I'm gonna run into this guy. And sure enough, boom! As the sun was setting, him ran into him, got a picture. I was like, dude, wow. there's just this is just a magic. You can manifest things, and you end up in certain areas. So, um, from there, I was hooked. Uh, when that festival ended, and hard was only two days, mm-hmm. so I was like, dude, no, like, when's the next one? Like straight up, I I remember. Wanting to go to everything. I almost took a bus by myself to outside lands because that was like the following wow. weekend. okay. I was just, I just need more. And uh, that's <laughs> what started this whole kind of yeah. new journey. Downward
0: spiral for you, yeah. <laughs> that's really funny that you said that too. I have one of my friends in my rave family has been looking for, is it Nija Houston? Yeah. At every event. He's like mentioned that before too. That's so funny. I feel like it's just I, okay. something. Yeah, he's always on the lookout. We still haven't run into him.
1: <laughs> I've ran into Nijah. Three times already. It's wow. crazy. Wow. Yeah. And I'm already like, hey, it's, it's the vibes, dude. Coachella. Mm-hmm. EDC. One time I was at EDC 2018. I'm just there watching my set. I literally look to my left. He's standing right next to me. Right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, amazing. yo, what up, man? And then another thing, we just got a quick little selfie vid, and then that was it. So, that's amazing. yeah, That's funny. And it's cool how, like, so many different people from so many different industries and mm-hmm. you know, all just go to a festival and, and just vibe
0: yeah have you ever bumped into anybody else in the crowd doesn't have to be famous but just like somebody a friend or something like that and you're like wait what the hell
1: <laughs> yeah so one of my boys we ran into each other eight times eight different festivals wow yeah it, it was becoming this thing where it's just like yeah any moment now and then we're like <laughs> leaving and I, I like I look to my right and he there he is I'm like dude I don't know how this happens every time yeah we, started like we reconnected after that because we're like you know what i think the universe just wants us to to do Seriously? something together and then we started working on some stuff together so
0: wow it's okay. just
1: it's beautiful but um what led us on the festi movement was like mm-hmm. i would leave festivals with this energy and i would meet someone and tell them like because you know you always want to bring someone yeah. else to a festival after because you're like it happened to me it's gonna happen <laughs> to me yeah I'm experience it but then one time I had my boy fly all the way from LA to EDC, day three.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, dude, wow.
1: There are little tricks to get in. <laughs> a nip of a wrist. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but um, we got him in. It's 8 p.m. We're like, all right, dude, Slander's at nine. I want to enjoy this set with you. So let's mm-hmm. just get there early. We get there at 8 p.m. It's EDC, um, Las Vegas. And he goes, oh, dude, hold on one sec. I think I see one of my friends right there. I'll be right back. Don't move. Right. This is pre uh, pre festy prototypes on our wrist, using them everywhere.
0: Okay.
1: He, takes, he takes off. I don't see him again till 6 a.m.
0: Oh, man. Okay. Yep.
1: <laughs> so, Never
0: to be seen again. This, I feel like this happens to so many people.
1: <laughs> we would text because like then after that, I'm like, oh, dude, ugh, did I move? And then I text him. It doesn't go through. Right. I keep texting him. It takes like 30 minutes. It goes through. He doesn't receive it for like an hour. Yep. He texts me back two hours later. I'm like, I'm already here. Yeah. And it's just this <laughs> thing where it's like, I don't even know if that's really sending at the right time. Yeah. Like, you told me you're here, but I don't know if you're really there. It's like me right. at this time. It's just, so yeah, long oh, no, story really. short, um, we're very excited that we came up with something that like works with everything we're doing. Like, Mm -hmm. use it with your totem like use festi with the totem so that you can definitely find somebody and just spend more time enjoying the festival instead of like you know not not enjoying the festival
0: yeah for sure and i think i mean i feel like there's just so many different scenarios like there's definitely the case like that where you just completely split up and you don't see them for hours and then i've also been in instances where i literally was it was last year was at Skrillex's surprise set at EDC. It was the most packed circuit grounds I've ever seen in my life. And that was the first year we did, did VIP. So we had friends who were actually, we were against the railing and our friends were in GA and we were in VIP next to each other. And we said, okay, let's get out of here and meet at the uh, exit where it was like the entrance to the VIP booth. We literally lost each other in just trying to get out of the crowd, didn't see them. And you know, when you're standing there and you're like, how long am I going to wait here until we just give up? Exactly. And the day we just gave up. We were like, they're not ever going to come out of this crowd.
1: <laughs> and you know, like the entrance to circuit ground, you're talking about EDC Las Vegas, right? Yep. yeah. The entrance to circuit grounds is huge. So yeah, you can be like me at the entrance of circuit grounds. And it's this whole like, Oh yeah. yeah. I know the anymore. exact <laughs> exact. Yeah. But shouts out to circuit grounds. Cause it's an amazing place, but um, yeah, oh, it happens. It and, and like, there are times when you want to take off for a bit, mm-hmm. but you just want to take off for a bit. Like, I, I want to go check out this set and be able right. to find you guys and not have to worry about, like, finding you guys. Or if I end up mm-hmm. going to that set and enjoying myself, it's not this whole thing. Because um, I also had it where a friend <laughs> took him to his first festival and then, of course, lost him. And, and we were literally in the EDC Las Vegas, like, in the – um what is it called? The bleachers. Okay. And we're like lo- overlooking everything. And we're like, all four of us are like <laughs> somewhere out there. <laughs> and it's like, then the next morning we had to leave. Cause we're like, dude, he's not responding. Yeah. Like, what do we do? Wow. And we left at sunrise. And then, yeah, he didn't get back till, you know, eight thirty AM oh to the hotel. God. And of course he paid over a hundred dollars for yeah. an Uber ride. And we're like, dude, that's why we're just, if we had this device, that's you only buying it once, and you're good for the next thirty festivals. So for it sure. really just came out of necessity, and, and us saying like, "Man, we want we want to bring more people to the scene. We want more people to enjoy their time." Um, but at the same time, if you want to dip and do your own thing, go do it. Because right, I can be right. oh, he's over here. He's cool. He's chilling. Yeah. Well,
0: I want to jump into it because we're already talking about it. But can you, for everybody listening, can you tell us what Festi is? And then how did you come up with the idea? Like where did you go from the jump of being a festival goer to deciding to come up with this product?
1: Yeah. So Festi, this is our prototype right here, is the festival smart band. So literally, if you wear this device at an an event, Mm -hmm. you can find your friends, track your friends without any cell phone service, any Wi-Fi or data there's an app that works with your phone and that displays the whole festival map so you can see where people are, you can send preloaded messages, or if you're holding double cup, you have two drinks in your hand and you don't <laughs> want to bring out your phone, you can look at this LED compass and it'll light up in the color of whoever you're looking for. Oh, so if wow. I'm looking for Emma, it's going to be like it'll be green and be like, "Oh, she's over here, cool." And then I would just go link up with you. Got so it. yeah, no Wi-Fi, no cell phone service, no data. Um really? Yeah. And, and we've tested it over a mile and a half. You can bounce off and, and it's almost like walkie talkies, but right, right. your location. Cool. So that's what Festi is. Yeah. Um, we've, as I said, we've tested it. We put videos online and we knew that it was going to be well received because everyone goes through this and right. yeah, overnight it kind of blew up. We had like one uh, millions of views on our video, people signing up mm-hmm. and that's, when we knew like, all right, we really have to go do this. Like we're, we are festival goers, Mm -hmm. but we're passionate and we got to do whatever we have to do to like make this happen and make it a reality and go from this to a device that everyone can buy and be happy with and easily use that like Mm -hmm. three-step method. But what got us to this point was, yeah, it was, it's funny. It was like six months into my festival journey, festival. my new leaf um going to different festivals going with friends seeing them get lost see leaving the festival like i was feeling so good but then I, i would hear my friend like man i was lost for this long and and it's just like man i don't want i want all of us just to be positive and excited and thrilled about our experience so eventually it did hit this point where um my cousin went to a festival with one of his friends she's a female and he she they went to the restroom and obviously he's waiting for her, mm-hmm. and she never came back. And he's like, "Man, oh, and wow. he's looking, yeah. and then six hours. This is beyond at like beyond. And um, it's scary, you know. Yeah. It's like, how how can I continue to have a good time if I know like the person that I you know really care about, or the person mm-hmm. I came here to enjoy it with? I don't know 100 percent if they're even okay.
0: Right. So like yep.
1: it just that was the recurring theme. I mm-hmm. had so many stories. A friend that comes to a festival, he's like, dude, he gets lost. And he's like, I'm just going to wait for you guys at the car. And we're like, if we can solve this oh, issue. Geez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if we can solve this issue, festivals are going to be in a more positive light. People are like, we want it to grow. Like that's mm-hmm. the, the, the beauty of festivals. You want people to experience it. So yeah. that, six months into it, we're like, I called up my friend. He's a software engineer. He's a master coder. Back in the day when Blackberry was big, he had like one of the best apps. So I'm like, this guy goes to festivals. If he says he's in, like, we might just have to do this. And I called him. I said, hey, I have this crazy idea. And he's like, I love it. I'm in. And that's when I hung up the phone. And I was just (laughs) like, I honestly don't like everything I learned from basketball. Mm -hmm. I, I decided, I said, you know what? I love basketball. I had fun. I traveled. Right. But now I want to use everything I learned to make that dream happen and mm-hmm. translate all those lessons to bring a product that's going to bring so many, so much joy to people's lives and just make life easier for them. And I say life because festivals, that's, that's a lifestyle
0: yeah, um, for us.
1: And yeah. yeah, then that was in 2016, end of 2016. Okay. And uh, yeah, that set us off on this journey.
0: Wow. That's so amazing. No, it is. It's seriously, you definitely address one of the biggest issues in the festival community that I think everybody has a story. I'm sitting here thinking about my own. I've talked about getting lost at EDC and it's, you are so right though. It really does stress you out, especially in that instance um, with the cousin, like, I can't even imagine losing somebody like that who you think is on their own. You have no idea like that. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would just have be so paranoid the entire night. So it definitely does solve that issue. And I wanted to ask you about the testing process. Cause I went back and watched the videos 10 out of 10 recommend checking out the YouTube channel, <laughs> you guys, but what was the testing process like? Like what was the first festival you brought it to and how did you work out like all the kinks with that?
1: Yeah, super good question. So, okay. So, we have the the coder. We're like, all right, let's build the app. Boom. Mm -hmm. We are festival goers. So I'm not a hardware engineer, but I go to festivals and I understand that the environment, you know, we're not really trying to think too much. We're trying to just, we're trying to keep it as simple as possible and have a good time. So (laughs) we're like, whatever we make has to be super simple. So we started finding engineers and then, yeah, then we created this, we created this prototype and first we're like, let's, let's, start taking it places. So we would go to like, um, Santa Monica, which is, uh, in California and that's on the boardwalk. So we're like at the beach, essentially beach boardwalk, crowded place buildings, a lot of people. Let's start testing here. Let's try to find each other. Mm -hmm. And, um, we put our phones on airplane mode. We turned on our festies. We made sure we were connected, added our friends on the app. We're like, okay, there you are. Okay, let's do this. So then they would send me (laughs) off with my skateboard nice go take off and i would just skate through santa monica and then i'd stop somewhere and then see if they can find me and they would and then after that's like all right cool now how far can we go Mm -hmm. and so that's when it was like a lot of trial and error going somewhere waiting for 20 minutes 30 minutes like are they do they have me Did i go out (laughs) of the range
0: right right that
1: data going back into the laboratory Boom. And it was this iterative process Mm -hmm. where then after that, we're like, it works, dude. Now let's go use it at a festival. Right. Then that's when we went to uh, Beyond Wonderland 2017 with our group. And we just said, hey, take off. Someone take off. Let's let's film the whole thing. Yeah. And um, we filmed it. And it was nerve-wracking because we're like, all right, I'm following him. I'm filming (laughs) my engineer. And we're going, going, going. And at the end, boom, we find the guy right there and we take that video and then that's the one we put on Facebook and mm-hmm. it was really funny because we were we were confident like I knew like dude right. people are gonna love this yeah but I mean do you can you can never expect to, for your video to go over a million views so
0: oh yeah that's crazy
1: we put the video on and um I remember a day everyone's texting me like dude is this you is this you or and then <laughs> they're like hey do you did we get hacked 'Cause our email list was just blowing up. Like at first it was, you know, every minute someone was signing up.
0: Wow. And, yeah. And
1: I'm I'm like nonchalant. I'm like, this is like I'm just like not thinking happening. about it. Not yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then then I get a message from like uh somebody big mm-hmm. and their manager, and he's like, Hey, you you used our song. It was okay. Oh, Porter no. Robinson, Porter <laughs> okay. Robinson's manager because yeah. we're like it's a video like it's hype we're yeah, not Yeah, didn't think it. about
0: it right
1: then we get a message from porter robbins manager oh, no. porter manager and he's like hey you used our song that you didn't you know and i'm like dude then that's when i really was like what's really going on lot <laughs> of I was like, oh we're doing numbers right now yeah and i was like okay my bad dude we were just testing something out and then we left the video for a few more days took it down but mm-hmm. our theory you know was was tested and 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 people yeah. responded to it and you know when you get that positive feedback you just want to keep going mm-hmm. um but it's been it's not the easiest journey like
0: right right yeah know, i was going to say what are some of the challenges that you face obviously from 2017 until now in a you know covid world that we're living in obviously no festivals right now so yeah what's what's everything been like
1: yeah so um so the hype is high everyone's like excited Mm-hmm. Even you I'm like, damn, people are really, they, and then you start getting messages. Hey, will it be ready for EDC? I'm like, right, dude, right. Dion just finished. Yeah. They want it for EDC. <laughs> hey, will it be ready for Coachella? I'm like, we've proven this. We got to actually figure it out. You know, it's like mm-hmm. coming up with, you know, an iPhone or something. No, yeah. If you make a mistake, it's not like, oh, here, let me just go into it and fix it. It's hardware. Yeah. They say hardware is hard. So mm-hmm. now it was this process of, like, going to every festival, Coachella, EDC, going to Japan, testing all over. Wow. it's super exciting. Yeah. But then you're like, I really want to deliver. I really want to deliver. And if you find one issue, whether it's battery life, whether it's, oh, it's, it's you know, um, we want to add something. We want to add a compass. All these things that you have to learn, oh, how do radio frequencies work? Like, how are we, how are we talking to each other without phone service? Yeah.
0: Right, you right, know.
1: right. Now all of a sudden I'm an engineer too because yeah. I'm studying, <laughs> I'm meeting with people. At the same time, you're in the public eye. So For
0: sure. it,
1: it's a lot. And our whole thing was look, we're just gonna keep moving forward. Oh, can you protect can you protect yourself? So like we had to yeah. do the whole the whole patent process and we're so happy about That's this.
0: Awesome, yeah. Um,
1: but most importantly, it's like okay, we don't just wanna deliver a product as soon as possible, we wanna deliver a quality, lasting, a mm-hmm. product that's going to leave an impression on you and want you to make right. sure, like, you go to festivals, we wear candy, we wear a fresh outfit, you know, mm-hmm. we bring our camel back or whatnot. Yeah. I, I want to bring our festi too, you know, like, yeah. this is just a piece of, of, of the experience and it's just going to enhance and, and keep the vibe on that positive note.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's been tough. You got to raise funding, you got to do a lot of pitching and right. then you get to a certain point where you think you're going to actually launch, for example, 2020, yeah. and then there are no festivals. So then you're like, <laughs> huh, cool. What do we do now? Um, yeah. but, it, but like never losing sight of the community and we're all in this together. So mm-hmm. that's what led us to start saying, well, let's do a podcast. Let's do this. Let's build. Let's, let's yeah. just keep things going because eventually there will be a time when we go back and then that's a time when Festy can provide not just in hardware, but, you know, everything else that we're trying to build. So it's right. it's one of those things. And I hope that, you know, I think one of the things that that um, separates us and allows us to connect mm-hmm. with people, because we weren't spending tens of thousands of dollars for marketing. Okay. You know, we, we were putting up a video, putting like a hundred bucks yeah. into advertising and then boom. So I just think right, that right. Ho- hopefully people see like, this is literally made for festival goers by festival goers and 100%. like, yeah, that's how we could connect authentically.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. No, I mean, yeah, you guys were throwing the, just the ultimate curveball this entire year. I mean, especially for, ed, for any industry, everything's been affected, but it is just crazy because my heart does hurt for everybody. Cause I know it's so promising and there's so many things you've been building up towards and looking forward to, but at the same time, yeah, like you've been able to pivot and I feel like you just kind of, I mean, at this point, we're in September now. Like, I think we've all adjusted to this world and made other choices and those things will come down the line, but tell me about the podcast. Like let's talk about that. And what made you want to do that? You know, are you a podcast listener and that's what made you want to get into it? I'm just curious.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so everyone was faced with pretty much two options when this whole thing was started happening. Stay at home. Yep. Um, whatever your business is doing you're you can either, fold it right going on indefinite leave or indefinite hold or you can tap into your creative genius and pivot and provide something else that still allows you to connect with the the fan base audience the community for us i was like you know what people are at home right now okay usually we're going to festival to festival okay everyone that attends the festival has experience okay Mm-hmm. There are so many things that go into festivals. You just start to like appreciate and think about like where we're not able to be at right now. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, man, I, I want to share these stories. And I, that's my whole thing. I was like, I want to share stories because if I have stories, that means that you have stories and someone else does. Mm-hmm. And I went to, you know, and I was like, let's, let's just start doing that. Let's start sharing stories, um, usually in times of whether it's boredom, whether you're trying to um get through get through something difficult you know telling stories it helps people connect so that's what we're that was our first thing like let's start doing that let's reach out as festi hey we care about the community we were building this product at Mm -hmm. the same the the whole point of the product is to unite festival goers to keep festival goers connected well gotcha gotcha and that's what led us to just like start this podcast and um And, and go from there. And right. it's been great. We've received, you know, people that want to come and share their stories. And one of the things I really enjoy about the podcast is we've really placed an emphasis on mental health. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we love festivals. We love festivals are a sanctuary. Right. Number one, how can we make the festival world a better place when we go back? Mm-hmm. Well, by addressing, like, addressing the things that need to be talked about right okay. and sometimes that is kind of like those awkward conversations but those right. are things that happen within the space and then it's like oh festivals are kind of like my therapy so if i'm not at the festival then how am i supposed to alleviate mm-hmm. um or 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 have an outlet for this pent up energy or what i'm feeling or even right. if i'm depressed because i can't go so it really evolved into this thing where we're just opening up and that's really cool to like that people would come on the podcast just like your podcast and be willing to open up. And some of the people are super shy and they're still willing to do it. Like that's inspiring in my eyes.
0: That's awesome. No, it's so cool talking to another podcaster and just like Mm -hmm. other content creator, because like you get it. And there's so many rewarding things that come out of this. And I, I think you were totally spot on with just extending your community because at the end of the day, like it is kind of a small world, like I'm always discovering new people in here, but then you do see a lot of the same faces. So it is really cool to hear the stories and like now is the time to tell them and to hear from these people. So I know you've done a bunch of interviews so far, but has anybody like really surprised you or, you know, are there any like standout moments for you so far from interviewing people?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's funny in the beginning was chugging so much sriracha it was getting because sriracha man <laughs> was like my get my special guest and he'd be on like every other episode yes but then <laughs> we were really? chugging so much sriracha and I'm like I, did I really sign up for this so that was <laughs> that was hilarious to start um but after that honestly every single guest has like something unique because mm-hmm. I just had a guest on and he nice lasers and he conducts lasers at festivals wow and we got you know that that's cool like just learning so many things dancers that are so passionate about what they do photographers I just felt like it's it's so cool to just learn about it um Mm -hmm. and 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 then artists themselves autograph was on Kara was on and that's what I enjoyed about it it didn't matter if somebody had a million followers um 10,000 or 1000 followers, like for sure, they would come on and it's one on one. And we're talking and vibing and opening up and addressing things that we care, you know, within the community that mm-hmm. we care about. Yeah, for
0: sure. I love no, I absolutely love that. You've had some incredible interviews. And it's, it's been awesome. You hit on it, like such a diverse group of people and so many different perspectives that you wouldn't even think about. I just think it's like absolutely amazing. And do you have I want to put it out into the universe? Do you have any dream guests that you still want to get on?
1: um of course i always want you know (laughs) porter robinson that's my guy uh we've we've met a few times and hit it off so i'd love to always have him on uh obviously i'd love to have just yeah honestly it's funny because yeah i would just say porter but it's funny because (laughs) every single person has a story so it's like we have expectations of who we want on the podcast but then you'll have someone that so a friend of yours says this person should be on your podcast and then it ends up going mm-hmm. so well. And you're like, dude, I didn't, this person wasn't even on my radar. So, yes. but let me say one thing, you're doing an amazing job. You're crushing thank it, you. <laughs> whether it's your videos, whether it's, you know, um, from the, from the festy fashion side of things. <laughs> um, and just, you know, so thank you for having me on, keep crushing it. And yeah, like, like, this is so cool. I want to keep it going. But I just wanted to put that out there right now and let you know that I appreciate you.
0: No, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's, I'm sure you've learned from doing all this, too. It's just really amazing. Like, just talking to people and wherever the conversations veer off to, like, it's definitely sometimes it's not what you expected it to be, but it ends up being so much better. And I don't know, like, I feel like there's something with certain generations where they're like, they're not good at talking on the phone or they prefer texting versus calling. And it's like, I, I got the same impression about interviewing. I was like, oh God, like, how do you have enough to talk to a person about that long? And like, you're going to be so nervous. But when you get into it and after, I always feel like high on life. Like there's just yeah. something, there's like an energy that you get when you feed off of other people. And it's it's hard to describe, but especially- In this community, when we have like a shared interest as well, I feel like people can just pop off and, you know, talk about their passions forever. So it is, I feel like we're very in sync on that level.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I like that about the podcast because it's like, okay, there's always a different person, different personality, different um, things that they're attracted to. And then our kind of, the artwork, the art side of, and what we do as podcast hosts is we try to meet them you know, in that space,
0: understanding
1: that space. Oh, okay. You know, whether we agree with some things or not, or what it's all about, like, oh, let me, let me hear what you got to say. Oh, okay. So that somebody could be like, oh, I, I I see where you're coming from. That makes sense. This makes sense. I want to learn more about X, Y, and Z.
0: Right. And there you go. Yeah. And everybody has a different perspective too. Cause I know I've seen some more podcast popping up in the festival community like I know my friend vibe with Aid just started one called festival tales I believe and it's just like everybody comes from a different background and experience and some of them while they're all about festivals like I don't know it depends on the host like it depends on your background and what your interests are and so you might lean that way and like I same as you like like to have a diverse group of people but I'm also super interested in YouTube and influencer marketing and that kind of stuff so I love to talk to content creators in that way but you know with your background and you're in a, in a tech startup you can have so many people just on that alone too which is pretty crazy to think about
1: yeah it's it's funny it's tricky um and you always have to come back to the center because all right mm-hmm. as I mentioned everyone knows a the suspicious they know the device they want the device right but right. then what would happen is as we're developing the device, we need time to develop it, guys. Like, yeah, it's something that we want, you know, it, we have huge plans for this. So we don't want to rush it out. Would you rather be a, um, a rocket or a satellite? You know, a satellite goes up, stays up, stays in orbit, you know, right. rocket goes up, comes down. Mm-hmm. So the thing that we've had to deal, deal with is we want to put out con like our, our product stuff goes viral every time. But then when we try to like connect just as festival goers, it's that's the thing that we're trying to work on more or get, we would love for the community to like accept us for that too. Like, Hey, we're not just the product. Like we like certain artists. We, and that's what the podcast and stuff we're we're showcasing that Mm
0: -hmm. so that we
1: can drop other forms of content. And then when the product's all done, ready and set to go, cool. It'll be a huge piece, a huge component in what the whole vision of FESTI encompasses.
0: Yeah, for sure. I definitely have to connect you with Tom from Lunchbox because it's a sim- similar vibe that we're trying to build, like a sure. community I over here. I might there have met too. this
1: guy, actually. Tom at South oh, by that'd be Southwest. <laughs> I might have met Tom at South by Southwest Lunchbox. Shouts out to Lunchbox.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, okay. So now we're in September here. Obviously, still a little unsure about where things are going. I don't think anybody can predict it. But where are you guys at now? And, um, you know, what's your game plan? What's next?
1: Yeah. So, as you mentioned, like, Um, you're into influencer marketing and and YouTube space. And Mm -hmm. I'm definitely learning a lot about that. Um, As a startup company, as a tech startup, we have to align ourselves. Like you, you go out there, you raise money, you say you're going to do X, Y, and Z, but then something like this happens. So you raise for a particular amount of time. It's called like your, your um, runway. Okay. Something like this happens and you're like, okay, well, what's our next move. So what we do is we look for people who align with our values. So right now there are, I mean, it's a, the event space is like a trillion dollar industry, entertainments and event. So we're look for people in that space who are passionate in bringing back in, in leading the wave mm-hmm. to the return of live events. Got it. Okay. And that's who we've been connecting with as of recently, saying, hey, we're right there with you. We want to lead the way back for a smooth transition. And mm-hmm. it may, honestly, I mean, you know, fingers crossed, but everyone knew once like EDC Las Vegas got postponed, they're like, yeah. oh, okay, this is <laughs> real. Like this might be something like, this may be six more months. Right. You know, knock on wood, right. it may be a year. But whatever whatever that time frame is, we want to make sure that when we go back, we can stay back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about that. So everyone's planning towards that. So we're working with people behind the scenes um, within the industry, within the entertainment industry, within the, the festival space, right. so that we can collectively do that. And then there will be an opportunity where we say, hey, festival goers, join us in this in this, mm-hmm. in this wave. Join us. Um, whether you're taking, you know, be a part of the movement. Right. So that's kind of a lot behind the scenes stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. while we're literally like damn near ready to launch our product. But it's all the planning right now, relationships, podcasts, um, seeing what else we can provide. So that's, you have to try to stay optimistic during these times because, you know, six months from now, we might be in a very similar scenario. But our whole thing is, you know, we want to prepare and be ready. And and, and so that's do what you can do.
0: Exactly. And I mean, I th- I, yeah, exactly. You're doing exactly what you can do. And honestly, I think if I think about this for festivals and just everybody, I mean, if we have so much time to prepare and we're working on other things and building up other areas of our life, I just have to, you know, assume that when all those things come back, like, you know, we've had all this time to work on these things, like we're going to hit the ground running and just explode finally when we can go back to events again.
1: Yeah. Cause that think? remember the, um, <laughs> the festival bubble, they're like, Oh, it's a there's an EDM or a music festival bubble and the yeah. bubble is going to burst. But I mean, now with everything going on, it's like, Oh, that bubble's not bursting. It's going to be the opposite. Like we yeah. talked about it last time. We're like, people are going to be crying so hype. going into the festival. And yeah. then everyone's so stoked. Like, I feel like it's just going to propel. This is just going to propel the community, the festival space more so, because you know, there are so many people that, literally this is medicine for them like this this is medicine festivals yeah
0: yeah and then uh, speaking of that I was gonna say too like in this time besides when you're doing work like what have you been getting into since we don't have festivals to go to like any new hobbies or anything like that
1: yeah so (laughs) just uh playing around got the little dj set up here so I'll just you know start doing that um what else am I doing Festy fitness you know I mean I just try to align things with Here's one thing I would tell people, mm-hmm. you know, align things that, uh, already fit into your lifestyle, you right. know? So I was a professional athlete before. So obviously fitness is something that's important to me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, why don't I just do festy fitness? Like, you know, I'm, I'm okay. and I'm fitness. Like, so cool. Add that together. Um, also finding something that you just enjoy that there aren't any expectations for. So right. for me, I skateboard. And I'm an okay skater, but I'm not, I'm not (laughs) Nyjah Houston. So, and that's okay. You know, I still have fun just skating. I don't plan on who knows what's in store, but I don't plan on becoming a world renowned (laughs) DJ, you know, but I just have fun with it. So having like those things that you just have fun with, of course you have projects like Festi where you're Mm -hmm. very invested in. Um, And then, you know, schedule a little downtime too. So it's just like constantly checking in and, And then understanding, like, for me, if I'm having a good day, I just want to touch, like, send that energy to somebody else Mm -hmm. easily, like whether I'm going on social media, sending a vibe to somebody, hopping on a podcast, whatever it is. So it goes back to that thing of like, be grateful for for those little things Mm -hmm. and, you know, keep doing what you can do.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I, I mean, are you, are you like a go, go, go? Like you like to be busy all hours of the day or do you like to have your downtime as well?
1: It's funny. Um, it's a mixture of both. If I like yeah. get on something, I'll, I'll go deep. I'm, I'm like a, what they call a deep worker. So for yeah. example, there are two kinds of people, right? Some is like, all right, I have a schedule from eight to nine. I'm doing this From nine to 10, this 11, mm-hmm. you know, I like to have blocks. So, okay. um, if I'm on fitness, working out with people, you know, I do that. I still do that as a passion of mine and a business. So I train people early in the morning. I'm like, get everyone out the way. Got it. Then I'll do from like, I'll do like six hours or, you know, just focus on one thing and we right. and going deep, deep, deep on that. Then I'll come back for some air and then I'll do, <laughs> then maybe I'll chill for a couple hours. I yeah. love basketball. So I'll catch a basketball game or, right. um, while I'm working or whatever, I will throw on certain sets. Right. And that, that's, I feel like there it is. You throw on some sets, as long, uh, some good music. I love exploring music. Like that brings me so much joy, learning hearing tracks and then sharing those tracks with people. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's, that's how I do. Like one day might be all social media Okay. coming up with a bunch of pieces of content The next day might be, all right, all festy emails from that perspective, sending emails, responding. Mm -hmm. The next day might be heavy, heavy on the tech side of things. And yeah, so it's called deep work. Interesting.
0: Okay. No, I love to hear how how people approach everything because I just think it's so interesting. And there's so many different ways to go about this stuff too. And you want to make sure you're not feeling burnout because when we're working from home and we're spending a lot of time in the same space, it's like your workspace, Is your home life and things start to blend together. And then like the days are blending into the weekend. So you do, you need that time. You need the breaks. The sets, I agree with you, are like my go-to to to just like mellow out. Sometimes I'm like, okay, put YouTube away. You got to just like listen to some music and relax. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. But okay. So before I let you go here, I always ask at the end, what are you the most excited about right now? What gets you out of bed in the morning?
1: Ooh, I like that. Well, number one is opportunity. I just really like, that's my thing. It, like everyone should take a deep breath, be grateful. And remember like you have all the tools to make something happen. Mm-hmm. So like me waking up and being like, damn, like I have what it takes. Like right. that's, that's makes me very excited. Festi is gonna change the game for the better. Like knowing that, hey, I love festivals wow, I'm in position. This was not planned. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm in position to potentially put so much more positivity and shed a positive light and impact. And honestly, like, if it can save time in finding friends, finding people, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, like that, that goes so far beyond, honestly, beyond what I probably even can comprehend right now. Right. And knowing that I'm doing something bigger than that. So it's really that because uh it's not easy, but yeah. that's I know that I'm part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. Um and I have a chance to contribute to that.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. I cannot wait to test it out. <laughs> I'm like yeah. so excited. I'm like, I'm gonna relive the situation at EDC Las Vegas, but we're gonna do it right this time and people yeah, are gonna it, find me.
1: That's oh the moment God. right there.
0: Exactly. This was amazing. It was seriously so awesome getting to chat with you again. Plug your social channels. Where can everybody connect with you?
1: Yeah, so you can find us um www.festi.com f-e-s-t-i-i-e. Those are two people. We're connecting them with the with the magic. Oh, I love that. Right, you know? <laughs> so festi.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram, festy official. You can find us on recently on TikTok. We're pushing out a lot of festy facts, so you can look us up, festy, awesome. uh, festy official on TikTok. And then you can connect with me um, at Player Des. So on Instagram, Player Des. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, Player Des official, and then you have YouTube, FESTI, Yay. F-E-S-T-I-I-E, the podcast, FESTI Files Podcast. Check us out. Literally, you can get a hold of us. We want to hear from you guys. And yeah, we're, we're just stoked to, to just be a part of this and um, stoked that people care about what we're doing. And thank you again.
0: Yeah, of course. I will list everything down below so you guys can check out uh, all of that and connect. And you hang here, guys. I'll be back in just a minute with EDM News. Already, you guys. Huge shout out to Dez for coming on today's episode. I honestly loved recording with him. Seriously, like I could just go on and on. We could have continued that conversation even longer because when you meet people with similar interests who have the same passions as as you, it's just really easy to talk to. And we actually recorded a bonus clip that only will go up on Rave Culture Cast Clips YouTube channel. And he told Such an incredible story about how he met his wife at a festival. So you guys have to tune into that. That will come out tomorrow night. On YouTube, so definitely check that out. Um, I always film a lightning round style of questioning with guests, uh, where it's like ten questions, and it's just to get to know them a little bit better. So definitely tune in because that story was amazing. But um, definitely check out Festie at Festie Official. That's F E S T I I E, and at Player Dez D E Z to connect with him and with the company. And yeah, keep your eyes out because I'm sure they're going to be coming in hot when festivals come back. So very excited for him and I will definitely have my eye on his company. So anyway, you guys, let's just jump right into EDM news. I don't have too much this week, but I did want to pull up some articles this week that I thought were really interesting. Definitely let me know what you guys think about the EDM news segment. Do you like it? Do you like it at the end of the episode? I know people feel differently about it, but I've gotten some feedback that people like to be informed and know what's going on in the scene. So I will keep delivering EDM news if you guys enjoy this segment. But let's kick it off first with Bonnaroo's virtual stream, which is going to be coming at us. It's called, I think, Virtual Rurality September 24th to the 26th so it's going to be this weekend the lineup is ridiculous there's so many names on here I can't even begin to get into it but this is a mix it's not just EDM artists um, like the festival there's plenty of rock bands on here and singers and all kinds of fun things you got Dave Matthews on here the White Stripes Metallica Beastie Boys like so many cool people and then you have plenty of DJs so that's going to be really interesting and definitely just go to their Instagram account Um, I believe you can watch it on YouTube so that will be coming up this weekend if you need a live stream to check out I also wanted to give you guys some nocturnal wonderland news because some of you may know that tickets did go on sale for the 2021 event Um, but there was an update on the event that I just wanted to share this came from Pasquale himself the founder of Insomniac Events. So the post basically said headliners I hope you're all as excited as I am for today's Docturnal Wonderland on sale. I wanted to let you know that we're in the process of working out some additional details. That popped up this morning with the county to have the show at Glen Helen which if some of you don't know Glen Helen is the location they've had it at for like years now and In 2019, they were saying that was the last time that it was going to be at Glen Helen. And then with everything happening with COVID, they said they were going to be bringing it back in 2021 and then they'll pick a new location. So it continues to say, I'm confident everything will be resolved, but if we end up having to move the festival, we have backup venues ready to go and we'll offer full refunds to anyone who is unsatisfied with the venue change. We were considering delaying the on sale, but we know Nocturnal will be happening in 2021 regardless and wanted to make sure everyone would have an opportunity to secure passes at the best price and payment plan terms possible. We've made more tickets available at the lowest tier and we will keep them at $99 plus fees throughout today. Camping passes will not be a part of today's on sale, but you can join the wait list. And those who purchase festival passes today get priority for camping passes once available. It's important for me to always be fully transparent with all of you. Thank you for bearing with us during these crazy times. The legend that is 2020 lives on from Pasquale. So, yeah, I hope you guys get tickets if you want to go. I've heard nothing but good things. Everyone talks about how incredible the camping experience is at Nocturnal. And I heard the tickets were extremely cheap, like $100. That's crazy. So... Definitely stay tuned. If I hear any updates about the location, I will let you know. Um, Nocturnal this past weekend had an incredible live stream event. So we continue to get amazing experiences out of Insomniac, which is really exciting. Speaking of experiences, I saw this one post on Twitter and I kind of just wanted to share it in case anyone was local in the area. This is an event happening in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's called House in a Hotel, a vertical concert experience, which I think is incredible. I'd be so down for this. It's uh, October 2nd at 6 p.m. Eastern in the Baja Mar Hotel. Oh, Bahia Mar Hotel, excuse me. And the lineup, this is what caught my eye. Freaking wax motif, sunburn, and noizu. Like, what? Why does Florida get all of the fun things? Why can't we have nice things in New Jersey? Those are like some of my favorite artists. That is actually ridiculous. So I looked up the event. Basically, I think you can still book rooms, but because it's a, this is from their website, it's called VividSkyPro.com slash backslash house in the hotel. So it says we know that there is no live music experience like that of an EDM show and we're ready to bring it back for a totally new live music experience that you don't want to miss. You and three friends will be partying on your Bahia Mar hotel balcony, watching an exclusive full production four hour show with three major DJs that will feel like a private concert with a fully customized production production set tailored to reach a vertical audience we are setting a new standard for live music and you can be one of the first to experience it so this is from vivid sky productions bunt backline beat gig and the bahia mar hotel with media partner fest world magazine so they're t- teaming up to throw this concert with wax motif sunburn Noizu. oh and it says net necky and chew i think that's how you say the name so yeah it says tickets start at one twelve fifty dollars 50 per person and include a one night stay at the hotel and you get an exclusive uninterrupted view of the concert as well as hotel resort amenities so if you guys are interested definitely check that out i think the concept itself is pretty genius like you just get to go out on your balcony and you can stay there for the night you don't have to worry about drink uh drinking and driving or like anything horrible like that you can just stay there you can drink you can have fun and watch a private show from your balcony. A vertical concert. Love the idea of it. So that's really cool. Some of you guys might know this, but we finally have some new music from Pendulum. They had a 10-year hiatus that they just ended. They came out with two singles. I put them in my playlist this week, but yeah, they are back after a decade, which is really cool. Um, Some of you might know that The guys in Pendulum have also started the group Knife Party, which I'm a massive Knife Party fan. Love Knife Party. So now they're back under Pendulum and they put out these new songs. The songs are great. I would definitely suggest listening to them. Uh, One of them is called Driver and Nothing for Free is their other single. So definitely go check that out and show them some love and support. I think it's really cool to see them back in the game. And lastly, I saw this article on DancingAstronaut.com. That I thought was just really interesting. It is another solution of a way to throw a music festival. That a company in Australia is tackling. So this festival was called. Good Day Sunshine Music Festival. It is a 5,000 capacity event. That takes place in Busselton, Western Australia. They are having a Halloween event. It says because of COVID-19 related concerns. They wanted to come up with a new way to throw this event they're calling it an unorthodox method it's so interesting you guys kind of need to look up the visual of the map but basically what it is is in the very center there is a single central rotating stage from there the performers will be situated in that center stage and there's four areas around it so essentially there's two at the top and two at the bottom and they have them color coded one is yellow blue green and red people will come into the event so there's going to be uh, 1250 people in each box they will have their own separate entrances and exits so the attendees will never come into contact with the other boxes you just come in you like if you're in the green box you're in the green box they all have the same vantage point because the stage is in the center in a circle so they have their own food bathroom all that which I think is really, really smart. So they're kind of splitting the event. So it's not necessarily like 5,000 people coming into contact with one another. And they said they're doing this as a way because if there was a COVID-19 outbreak, they can contact Trace back to the people just in that box, just in that color. So I think that's really, really interesting. It's a way to protect people who are attending the event and still allowing the live event industry to thrive and, and throw events So I just thought that was really cool and it's another solution. I honestly like feel so lucky that we have people like that coming up with these ideas so that we can have events again. Not we as in the United States because we haven't figured it out yet, (laughs) but Australia is ahead of the game. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that EDM news segment. I am going to hop now into my songs of the week and then we will wrap this whole thing up. All right, I have a few song selections for the week. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I do a playlist on Spotify called New Music Friday. Definitely go follow it. And every Friday morning, I pick out my top picks for the new releases that come out in dance music. So you always have new stuff every Friday to circulate through. So I have a couple options here. Um, I had to shout out Gem and Tori. They came out with an EP on Ophelia Records that you guys should all go and check out. The EP is called The All You... All You Need EP, excuse me. And they've got a couple great songs in there, and they have some singers that you might recognize from some of Seven Lions' songs, like Haleen and Fiora. Everything sounds amazing. I love Gem and Tori. I've honestly loved watching them on the live streams throughout this whole quarantine. For those of you who don't know, Gem Emma, is Seven Lions' wife. She's the sweetest person ever. I got to meet her at Imagine Music Festival and, like, literally loved her. And Tori is their girlfriend. So it's incredible. Um, Gem and Tori have done some back-to-backs. Uh, on live streams throughout quarantine and they do like a brunch live stream on seven Lions channel so it's really cool to have their own songs and tracks and I hope to see them live one day playing a back-to-back they did the gorge show as well they played a set there so go check it out on spotify it's called all you need ep and they have a song call me home all you need heroes and dusk and from there, what else did I like? Um, There was a song from an artist I actually was not familiar with. And now I am jumping on his train. His name is Kyle Walker. His new song, Fantasy Perfection. Incredible house track. So much fun. If you just want to dance and bounce around and shuffle, this is like a vibe. It's a club kind of track. It's so much fun. Again, Kyle Walker, Fantasy I'm going to be looking more into him because I really just love the sound and I was digging in and people were singing his praises. So I think he's going to be somebody to watch. So keep your eyes on Kyle Walker, you guys. And then I also loved Croatia Squad's new song Hot For You. Croatia Squad is just a good time to listen to they don't take themselves too seriously their songs always have like a little bit of humor a little bit of seduction um so you know definitely check out their music in general I've loved all of their songs and the last song I had was the remix of John Legend's song Wild. Uh, medusa remixed it and everything medusa touches turns to gold in my humble opinion and the track is incredible so definitely go check that out uh, as well that's my recommendation for a remix of the week and you guys we're here at the end of the episode thank you all so much for hanging with me this week I truly enjoyed recording this episode with Des. So definitely go check out Festy at FestyOfficial Official and at PlayerDez to connect with Desmond and keep your eye on Festi. I know big things are going to be coming out of them. And I appreciate you guys. Look out for the merch. Set a reminder Wednesday, September 30th. The merch line is dropping. Definitely go join our Facebook group so you guys have first access to everything. And from the bottom of my heart, I'm going to say in advance to anybody that purchases something thank you so much for supporting me and my passions and this podcast it means the world to me so thank you guys for doing that um lastly if you could screenshot this and share it on your instagram stories today and tag at rave culture cast and at emma Capotis, that would be amazing And without further ado, I hope you all go on with your day. Have a good one. Stay happy and healthy. And I will be back next Wednesday on Merch Launch Day with a new podcast. Bye, guys.